Rampage the Misfit here, just in time for Halloween season. And I know I'd be on hiatuses like it's my job, but the thing about that is I actually do have two jobs and school. And it gets busy, especially around this time of year. So that's what I've been doing. I did change my major, however, to film and media. So I feel like that's just the perfect pocket for me right now. I watch a lot of good movies, a lot of good TV. It piques my interest. I actually enjoy doing the work. It's not like these other classes where I'm just like waiting to the last minute and just like, do I have to do this? Why? What is this going to help me with? You know, currently sipping the last of my summer shandy before everything gets replaced with pumpkin lagers and Oktoberfests. And uh, congrats to the Milwaukee Brewers for clinching our division, beating the Cubs uh, at Wrigley Field. That was an amazing game. I watched it today. I'm not a huge Brewers fan, or a huge baseball fan, rather, but I am a Brewers fan. And so it's good to see them doing good. And it's the first time I've been to the playoffs since 2011. I can remember that. I just remember the fireworks going off. I live pretty close to Miller Park, so I just remember the fireworks going off, and I could see them from my house, so that was pretty cool. And hopefully we have some of that back when we, you know, whoever we play. I don't think they even determined it yet, but that will be Thursday, I believe. And also the Packers are back after losing to the Redskins. We beat the Bills this Sunday. We blew them out. Uh, I think it was like 23 to 0. And Rodgers looks 100%. Um, Randall Cobb was injured, but, you know, Allison looked great. Jimmy Graham scored his first touchdown, did his first Lambo leap. That was, like, cool to see. Uh, Williams ran one in. It just, everyone was just doing what they were supposed to do. Our defense even looked great. So 
it's a good time to be a Wisconsin sports fan. And this is my favorite time of year, fall. I don't know. It's just something about, you know, hoodie season and just like layering up and just not even it's not even like the clothes. I mean, that's part of it, but it's just something about this time of year. It's just like nostalgic and it's just my favorite. So but I have something that's, that's I want to announce so that this is going to be something I'm doing and you guys can participate as well if you if you want. So we have the new Halloween movie coming out October 19th. We have Nick Castle and we have Jamie Lee Curtis back. And, you know, John Carpenter is involved with the music. And it just looks like everything about the original is like in this movie. So I'm really excited about it. Halloween. Michael Myers, just one of the most iconic horror killers. And so... To get ready for the new one, I'm going to be watching all of the Halloween uh, installments, including the Rob Zombie remakes, which is 11 films. I'm not going to do them like every day because obviously there's more than 11 days until the 19th. But I do, you know, know that I'm going to be busy some days and not be able to to um, post it. So I'm just like keeping that in mind, giving myself some breathing room so that I will have enough time to watch all of them. And what I'm going to be doing is reacting to them on my Stardust profile, which if you haven't ha- if you don't have the Stardust app and you like movies, you want to keep track of what how you feel about those movies or just what you've seen. Highly recommend it. You can catch me at Misfit Minded on there. And also, while I'm announcing things, I just made an Instagram for this podcast and, you know, kind of combined with that Stardust. And it's going to be at Misfit underscore Minded on instagram follow me i already made a bunch of posts on there i'll post this episode on there i just post things that like i wouldn't be able to post as far as musically i know it doesn't really uh go on as far as itunes and spotify doesn't uh stay on the episode for copyright reasons uh i can post more freely on instagram i'm finding also just images that i talk about or videos that I talk about, little scenes from movies, I feel like they add more to the conversation than me just talking about it, if that makes sense. It'll give you just more like of a visual. So those are two announcements I want to get out of the way. I'm going to be watching the first Halloween tonight, so stay tuned. That's the the OG, the one that started it all. I love it. <laughs> it always gets me in the mood for Halloween. And uh, but I did promise you guys the box office breakdown. Let's get into that next. So with this box office breakdown, I, I've just said how busy I was. I have not gone to the movies in about a month. So I haven't seen any of these movies. Usually with the box office breakdowns, I like to give like a little opinion about if you should see it or not. I unfortunately cannot do that for some of these, but what I've opted to do instead is to just read you the Rotten Tomatoes uh, rating and you guys can decide for yourself if you want to see these. So coming at number six, I usually do top five, but uh, number six is Hellfest, 
which is like that horror movie that takes place in a festival. And interestingly enough, I saw a horror movie about a month or two ago in the theaters. Uh, I think it was called like like Fear Fest or like Scream Fest. Some, it was almost the same exact title and the same exact plot. And then I saw this one was coming out in October and it just was like, it was weird. Um, that one was okay. So, uh, Hellfest looks like it has a little bit more of a budget just off of the trailer. That one has a 48% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is like, okay. And 5.2 million in the box office this weekend. The Nun comes in at number five. And my two cents on this is I love the Conjuring movies. I think what they do with like subtle horror and uh possession is just really creepy and really effective and they have these these like horror characters that they've introduced with like the nun for example and they just start in the background or annabelle for example but once they started doing movies with these characters it almost takes it all out it's just like it's proving that the full movies you don't need that they there were supporting characters from the jump beat for a reason like on purpose so i did not like the first annabelle i i thought the sequel was actually better um i enjoyed annabelle creation and the nun i didn't hear great things it didn't really even have a full trailer if i remember right and so i can't imagine this one being good i haven't heard good things from friends it has a 27% on Rotten Tomatoes at five and a half million. And hopefully this will teach the studio that it's not a great idea for these spinoff movies in the same way that Disney is slowing down off of Star Wars spinoffs because of Solo. All right. Coming in at number four is a simple favor. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> it's It brought in 6.6 million. It's sitting at 84%. Uh, fresh maybe I should see it or know what it is but I really don't I'm just being honest uh number three is the house with a clock in its walls that Jack Black and Eli Roth kids movie it looks a lot like the Goosebumps movie he made last year I would see it I, I mean I was gonna see it with my brother and he saw it without me so you know it is what it is it's got 66 percent that's not it's not bad and considering Eli Roth hasn't made a 66% type movie in a long time. I think I'll check it out when it comes to uh, VOD or, you know, yeah, a video. Number two, no surprise here, is that Small Foot movie, the animated film. Those usually do well in the box office. It's got 70% Rotten Tomatoes and 23 million it brought in. So these are pretty low numbers. You know, it's September is not really a huge month as far as movies. So not even that mad. I haven't been able to go. But October, I'll get into that in a second. October is just stacked. And coming in at number one, Tiffany Haddish and Kevin Hart in Night School. So this is interesting, though. So it's number one in the box office in, in America. It's 27 million. These are all domestic numbers. And critically, it's 30%, which is not great. So... Uh, my thoughts are, it's the same thing what I just said about The Nun and like how Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish in small roles, like in Girls Trip last year, she stole the show because she was allowed to have the supporting friend role or, you know, Kevin Hart 
as soon as they tried to make Kevin Hart like a leading man, it just, it didn't work for me. So I was kind of out on it. Um, as far as October releases, I am going to be seeing a lot more movies. This is the slate of just some October movies. So I already mentioned October 19th is Halloween. Definitely going to go see that. No doubt about it. Um, other films they have, Suspiria comes out late October. Um, the first, first Man, which is like an Oscar already, getting Oscar buzz. A Star is Born, that is out already. Venom comes out this week. And Bad Times at the Al Royale looks interesting as well. So all movies that have gotten good reception or, you know, enough hype where I want to see them um, just in time for Halloween. So that is the box office breakdown. I know it's pretty short, but like I said, I really have nothing else to offer um, as far as talking about them. So instead, what I'm going to do is just offer two, two or three streaming recommendations that Unfortunately, I tried to recommend before they expired off of the services, but since it is October 1st, they are gone. You will have to find them in other source, uh, other places, but I just, I've been having really good luck with these movies that I've been streaming, so I thought I'd recommend them, and if you can find them, I, I would, and actually, what I'm going to do, I haven't decided if I'm going to do it on Monday or Wednesday yet. I, I guess it depends on when the month ends. When there are movies that are about to expire off of a streaming platform, I will tell you the ones that you should see. Um, so I, I do have what to watch Wednesdays and this one on Mondays I have box office breakdown. So what I think I'm going to do is on either of those days, depending on which one works best, I'm going to tell you which ones you should see before they expire and make it a new segment. So I'm sorry I couldn't get it in time, but I'm just going to tell you some of these movies that I think you guys should check out and, you know, maybe uh, get it off of di digitally or if there's a video store by you still that you should check out um, at the video store or maybe they'll get picked up on another streaming service or channel. Who knows? That's how it works. They They go from one to another a lot. So... Let me get into that and stop talking because that just concluded the box office breakdown. So as promised, here are two recommendations I think you guys should seek out. I also reacted to them on my Stardust page at Misfit Minded. And uh, I'm just going to go into a little more detail as to why I think you guys should check them out. So first one, it expired on Hulu today, but it was 1985's Witness, starring Harrison Ford and Ke Kelly McGillis. It's directed by Peter Weir, who also directed Dead Poets Society, among other good movies. And I had heard about this movie in a couple different platforms, but it's never like really talked about as you know you have to see this Harrison Ford movie or like you have to see this like cop thriller it's it's really it's not easy to label I would say and um even though like doing my research it got nominated for like tons of Oscars like I think it was directed for best picture Harrison Ford got nominated uh director script and so I was like, whoa, like this movie must be really amazing if it's getting all this praise, even though I never really hear about it. And 
I would say I understand why I don't hear about it while I still liked it. So to elaborate, I think that Harrison Ford really shines like in this movie. He he can get not a bad reputation, but you can just say that he falls into the same type of hero character in movies like Indiana Jones and characters like Han Solo or uh, Deckard in Blade Runner. But in this one, he plays like a really hard to pull off role. And he does. It's it's like a, it's a tough cop, a tough city cop that has to be sympathetic and fall in love with someone like really tenderly though and not in a way that we've seen in cop movies all the time where it's just like he they take in a witness and they bone like just just to have that one sex scene in the movie and there are no sex scenes in this movie spoiler alert but it, it the love story between him and kelly mcgillis is the strongest part of this movie even though they don't have sex it, and I mean, to backtrack here, the movie is called Witness. Basically, what happens is a kid witnesses a murder, this Amish kid, and they find out it's a big conspiracy. And in order to protect them, uh, Harrison Ford goes to live with them to protect the kid and his family while people are trying to cover up their tracks of the murder. So there's that kind of subplot going on but like you really lose interest in that plot this was my one like problem with the movie you kind of lose interest in that plot because you're so like just entranced with harrison ford and living in amish territory which like just sounds weird but they they pull it off like there's a great score um i think the the natural like backdrops and and cinematography really do the film justice and then like you'll you'll be reminded like oh he is really like a cop and you know at the conclusion when it does end like in a typical like kind of cop way it kind of was disappointing i'm not gonna lie and i'm saying all this but just to still say that i i did enjoy the movie but i understand why it's not talked about and like have like a more favorable legacy So I do think everyone should go see Witness, uh, if I wasn't clear. It's an underrated movie that no one talks about, and the performance by Harrison Ford alone is one you normally don't get to see him play, just because he does play a lot of those hero archetypes, but he's really heartfelt, he really deserved that Oscar nomination, so Witness is my first nomination. Uh, My second recommendation is a film that I think more people have seen. Uh, I do remember it getting some Oscar attention as well and I think just because of how young I was when it came out I just maybe thought I wasn't going to be interested it's a period piece set in the 20s and 30s it's pretty long I think that some of those might have influenced me but I was really shocked at how much I enjoyed this one I'm talking about 2005 Cinderella Man directed by Ron Howard Uh, It's a true story based on the life of James Braddock, um, who was a a champion boxer. And what I really like that this movie does, and this is true about all boxing movies, is that 
they aren't about just boxing. It's part of it. It's about, you know, physically uh, and mentally training and being prepared for uh, a match, a fight, and to test your will. But uh, it also can be about something bigger, which is something the Rocky movies do really well. Something Creed, the Creed uh, franchise has continued with Rocky and something that Cinderella Man also does because it places him in a time when, during the Great Depression when just just about everyone, even people who thought they were well off, um, was having a hard time. And James Braddock is like one of the nicest guys um, at, based on how this movie portrays him. And Russell Crowe's performance really reflects that um i was getting a lot of his performance in like a beautiful mind but whereas he was you know mentally ill and that was also a true story this one just showed like a really human side Uh, a, a man who just wanted to feed his family he boxed not because he like enjoyed it necessarily but it was like to put food on the table and because he could and so i love that Russell Crowe went for it. Another person I was surprised by was Renee Zellweger. I, I, you know, I don't have a problem with her, but she's not someone that stands out to me. I thought her and Russell Crowe and their chemistry was really fantastic. And the boxing scenes were well shot. Um, props to Ron Howard. The, the whole look of the film really puts you into that um, period. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. If there was one complaint... I would have it would probably just be that some of the side stories some of the side plots with like his friends that are supposed to like demonstrate how uh the great depression affected everyone don't work as well there's one I'm talking about in particular that I just don't want to give away if you haven't seen it but there's just one that I feel like didn't work as well but when it was just about like simply feeding his family there was one fight where it was like he was getting images of that or at the end when he was faced with life and death those were the 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 moments that like really stood out to me and in the process of him doing this he becomes a symbol uh during the great depression era of like hope and you know fighting against all odds and so it's an underdog story it 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 plays with a lot of those tropes and uh, I think it does a really good job of it, though. So Cinderella Man would be my next uh, recommendation. If you haven't seen Witness or Cinderella Man, go watch those. If you, if you see them on TV or something, um, those are ones that I was really surprised by. All right, guys, that's it for Misfit Monday. Uh, I I am kind of disappointed that the co-host feature isn't here. I don't know if I already spoke on this, but I do want to talk to you guys. Uh, That's part of the fun of having a podcast is the interaction. I like having that on Stardust with the comments and uh, hopefully they bring it back soon. But if you are interested in talking about something with me, maybe even one of the Halloween movies, I'd love that. Get in touch with me, my Instagram, misfit underscore minded or on here or on stardust those are my platforms so thank you guys for tuning in that is your box office breakdown keep up with the halloween countdown and make sure to hashtag countdown to halloween and tag me in it if you do it and i'll be back tomorrow it is a box office no it is blu-ray tuesday 
uh, where we have new CD releases, new movie releases, and I know there are a couple good ones. I think if I'm th if I'm thinking correctly, so stay tuned for that. And until then, enjoy your mind trip and don't trip on your mind. This has been Misfit Minded. Peace. <laughs>